Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and around the world, this is your host for the David Harris Jr. Show. Friends, family from around the country and literally around the world, this is another show with your host, David J. Harris Jr. It is a pleasure to have my guest on with me today. I know a lot of you have questions just like I have about this whole Q phenomenon. They call themselves QAnons. They're individuals that know the inside workings. Uh, They have an understanding that I don't have. I have not taken the time to research. I get asked about it constantly. So I try to keep my ear to a little bit of what's going on, but I figured what better way to truly get the inside perspective than from that he he calls himself Obi-Wan QAnon on social media, on Instagram. I saw a video of his and a lot of it resonated. So much of it had to do with what they believe is actually taking place right now with this virus and other things that are taking place behind the scenes that none of us have any idea of what's taking place. So Please download this podcast. Please share this podcast with friends and family. And if you like what you're hearing on my podcast, please give me five stars. It'll go a long way to help me continue to reach more masses with the truth. So without any further ado, I want to bring up my guest today, Mr. Joseph Stroh. Joseph, Mr. Obi-Wan QAnon. How are you doing today, my brother? Doing well. Thank you for having me on board. Appreciate it. And thank you for your service, too. I know you were in the military for a while. Tell us your extent of being in the military. Absolutely. Semper Fi, I appreciate that. It was the best job ever. I went into the military from 2011 to 2015. I was in the United States Marine Corps. I was an 0341 Mortarman, and we did two deployments. And I've been all over the world. I've been in Southeast Asia, to Japan. I've been over to the Philippines and then the Middle East. Went over to all kinds of countries. I've been to Israel. I've been to Italy. You know, I, I've been to Jordan, Oman, UAE. I've been to a lot of these places that are seeing a lot of activity. So it's exciting. And on my second deployment, I was actually picked to be the company's advocate for counterintelligence representative to give company briefings of the area on our deployments. Um, our battalion, uh, 3rd Battalion, 6th Marines on 24th Mew, that was our unit that evacuated the Yemen embassy when we had to leave our rifles, ammunitions, and weapons there. I'd like people to really know that because that's something that we're still really angry about when you put that up against the, how the president handled the last embassy situation. So a lot of this is personal. A lot of this, wow. again, synchronizes up with my military service and what we went through, You know, trying to just destroy unit cohesion. We were doing words that hurt PowerPoint twice a week because the Obama social justice warrior campaign just started destroying the military. And a lot of the puppet, you know, generals that put in place to enact it, that's why I got out. You know, I was going to be a career guy. I really was, you know, maybe not in the infantry, but, you know, I wasn't really good at anything else except doing that kind of stuff. And I had to get out because I thought there was no hope. I really didn't. Wow. You know, I didn't know Trump was going to win. And if you would have told me Trump was going to win and this is where we would be at, I would have stayed until the end, man. Honestly, God, I love this country wow. and I, I can't stand what they did to it. Well, thank so, you, brother. That's so my much story with service. And, and it's it's amazing that with your background, your experience, your expertise, intelligence, that you have then become such the advocate and and really trying to the champion for wake people waking up to give all the information about Q that you have been. So thank you for that. Hey, where we go when we go out. So it's honestly it's the greatest time to be alive. And what I will say to your viewers, just listen to the president. Just listen to the president, follow his directives. And I honestly do believe that by Easter, 
it's going to be a much different country. And we're going to have to, I mean, it's going to be a rocky road. We're going to deal with some pretty bad disclosures with, you know, a lot of this adrenochrome stuff, but we're in this together and there is a plan and we're all going to be just fine. Just listen to the president. Absolutely. Well, I saw that video that went really viral on uh, social media. It, it just, it really went crazy. And a good friend of mine, Dylan Wheeler, Wheeler, I know he's a good friend of yours as well. He had reposted sure. it. He was seeing massive new traction. More people than ever, it seems like, are asking questions about Q and what it's all about. And I reached out and I said, man, I'd really like to uh, to talk to Joseph. And he said, he's a good friend. Let me connect you. So it's a privilege, my brother, and an honor to have you on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm really excited to get into this stuff. I think there's a lot of information that people are going to just, they're going to hear it in the certain connections. They're like, wow, that makes so much sense. So I'm excited to dive into it. Well, I know you've sent me quite a few pieces of information and videos to research and dig into. And I did. And I got to tell you, there are so many things in there that it's like, well, that seems like coincidence, but that makes sense. And then some of these coincidences start to come together or start to pan out. And you're like, wow, but it gets so deep. I mean, it's a deep rabbit hole for those that truly want to journey in to see and find out what it's all about. I hope to give my listeners a kind of a, a good, broad overview today. From the beginner that knows nothing to why you are and so many of the QAnons are excited about what's currently taking place for the rest of the country, most of the country, you know, we and I, and I agree, I think you would, would agree as well. What we're seeing with the reaction to this virus is is horrible itself, even though the virus so far hasn't proven to be as bad as even H1N1 yet. Our reaction to it and what's taking place behind the scenes is definitely overwhelming for people to have our economy completely shut down where people can't go to work. They're told to stay home. All of that is uh, is heartbreaking for a lot of individuals. But behind the scenes, because of what you believe is taking place, you're actually excited. Would that be accurate to Absolutely. say? Absolutely. And uh, I do want to take a second and say that, you know, QAnon's as excited as we are. We understand that there is a lot of hardship and heartbreak going on around the country. And to put this into perspective, QAnon itself, to break it down in layman's terms, is it's just a back channel from the Trump administration to reach the everyday citizen of this country. Because what we know over the last three years, and I would love it if everybody was to Google Operation Mockingbird from the CIA, because a lot of that ties into why we're seeing so much hysteria and fake news on the television today. A little tidbit about just you know what the fake news consists of, Anderson Cooper he spent two years as a CIA intern and then with no journalistic training, jumped on to be the face of CNN. And Jeff Bezos, for example, he owns the Washington Post, but he also has a $500 million uh, data cloud sharing contract with, through Amazon. So there's another CIA link from intelligence agencies that we know have tried to not only take the president out through that false uh, counterintelligence investigation, but they actively have agents working in the news. And the entire idea is to spread fear and to really tank the economy because impeachment failed. And so you said a lot you know, right Q there. There's like three points I, I did, that, yes. I wanna, <laughs> that I want to unpack. So let's go back sure. to the beginning, to the first part. Sure. You said QAnon is a back channel way for the president to communicate with the people. Where do you come with? Where do you come up with that? Why is that your belief? Okay, so when Q first posted, it was done on 4chan, and to the people who don't know what 4chan is, it's one. Of, it was one of the last bastions of free speech because all the users were anonymous and you know everyone was only identified by trip codes and stuff so you could say whatever you wanted now unfortunately with that you know you're going to get the lower people of society the racists and everybody that want to project that onto 4chan but so it was really that was the mechanism that q used to first 
post to us. And because, you know, again, through the anonymity, it was the information itself that Q was posting that we had to fact check in order for us to decide whether or not this person was credible. And uh, there's so, a lot of Q proofs in the press. Go so ahead. just for clarity, basically, anytime anybody does pretty much anything on the Internet, it's tracked with a IP address. Right. So there's we all right. leave a digital footprint everywhere we go, no matter what we browse. Right. You can see it when you've when you've and then they even take it further. The way our devices are listening to us, you can talk about something and then it right. pops up on your device. Yeah, so that's all marketing, but basically we we leave a digital footprint. So 4chan is a platform that leaves no digital footprint. Is that accurate? That's the best way you could put it, sure, yeah, because like I said before, with the IP address, or, or like you said, the IP address gets tracked on everything that you do online. Well, on 4chan, you're only identified by a trip code, so it alleviated any chance of being doxxed or anything like that. So that's a good way to put it. So it was a very secure platform. It was a platform of free speech, and... The whole point of this process was to reach Americans to tell them, like, look, a lot of things are going to get crazy. The fake news is fake for a reason. Look up Operation Mockingbird. And in the drops, all the information was up to us to decode and basically build a map of what was happening in the background while we watched the whole Mueller report. We watched Stormy Daniels. We watched the Ukraine scandal. So we knew all of that in the background because of this source posting as Q. And it jumped from 4chan to 8chan, and now it's on 8 Coon. So... You know, there's been platform jump, uh, jumps because of the attacks that the mainstream media has put on like sites like HN to where HN, the Cloudflare security company, they just dropped them all together. So you had to migrate on to Acoon. So, we, I mean, we've been dealing with, you know, real information war down in down on the boards and stuff, just trying to have a, a secure location where Q can continually drop information to us. And uh, it won't be compromised. So so Q, the the uh, you, it's not an IP address. You called it a what? Uh, it's a trip code. It's trip a trip code. So every time you post, yeah. So every time you post on a board, you'll get a weird, it'll be just a, a jumble of, you know, letters and numbers or whatever. And that's your trip code to you, your account that you're posting on, on that board. It's completely anonymous. No one, no one can track it or anything like that. There's no personal information on these sites or anything. So completely. So when anonymous. did Q first start posting, posting on uh, 4chan? Q's first post was actually the same day that John Durham was sworn in as U.S. attorney, and that was October 28th, 2017. And that's and that 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 information is actually in a Q post. And Q actually says, what are the odds? <laughs> you know, like, who's wow. helping the president? Who's directing the president? And when you start hitting the statistical impossibility of how many coincidences over the past two and a half years, I mean, the president even retweets QAnons, I think 76 times now. Really? And that's, I mean, he, he oh, yeah, he knows what the optics are. Everything he does is scrutinized. And the mainstream media has written tons and tons of articles about us, but never asked the president who the LQ is. Well, you know what? It really, it really, that, that even of itself makes sense because, and then I want to get into, I had the, I had the act, I believe that uh, was passed to basically allow social media to become a form of medium by which the president of the United States could actually speak. You know, you know what I'm talking about? I believe that that falls under the Kafefi Act, but yes, the transition so that oh yeah, yeah. Um, Kef- the president Kefefi, the C-O-V-F-E-F-E. the president was tweeting Kofi and people are like, what is that about? Expound on that. What what I was what I was hitting what I was noticing is the president understood as he still does to this day 
that he has to combat fake news. I was watching his press briefing yesterday, which uh, I'm so thankful that he takes these press briefings. He takes all the questions from all these individuals, so many of them that lie about him. You know, he's he's being politically correct, which he never is, in just saying it's fake news. The only reason I say that is because it's really they're liars. They're lying about the president. They make up lies about the president, and then they print it and run with it. He's being more you know, uh, diplomatic, if you will, he's being more gracious by calling it fake news, but they're liars. So he's got to deal with these liars that are writing fake news every single day. He knew he was going to have to deal with that. So talk about Kofi. Well, so Kofi, like we stated before, everybody flipped out and said that, you know, the president's stupid. He can't type. He can't spell. And Kofi actually, when you actually research it, it has a couple different meanings. So there is a Kofi Act, the Communications Act, that you just brought up. And actually, Kofifi is cobalt vanadium iron alloy, which I just graduated from electromechanical maintenance course. And my teacher is a huge Tesla fan. So it all ties in because that alloy is actually used on the largest magnetic cores. So a lot of people that are worried about these 5G rollouts and what's going on, you know, because 5G is terrible for human beings. And we know that. But yeah, I want you know, to feel that for later. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause we're, we're, I'm hearing stories about 5G being rolled out across schools while everyone's staying at home and they're appearing in like unmarked vans and stuff. Cause the deep state, in my opinion, they need the 5G to be harmful. That's why Trump kicked Yahweh out and they arrested mm. the CEO when uh, I think it was 2018 so that she couldn't face, um, fight extradition. So a lot so of what again, about that's the a act? huge battle. What's the Kofifi Act? What is that? So the Kofifi Act was passed in 2017 in the House of Representatives and it is called the Communications Over various feeds electronically for engagement act kofifi act and hmm. the bill would amend the presidential records to preserve twitter posts and other social media interactions and it's funny because we just brought up how q announced have been retweeted by the president 76 times so that's all recorded under this act right and it requires the na- right and it requires the national archives to store these items so that's just wow. a quick rundown of the act that ties in perfectly with what, what we're saying is like well you know, we're being suppressed on Twitter. The president's being suppressed on Twitter and we're getting slandered by the media just like he is because they're 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 putting out basically Chinese propaganda. You know, they are into the mainstream media for yeah. all of us to be afraid of. And the Chinese virus originated in Wuhan, which is the same place that adrenochrome comes from. So a lot of it ties together in this big, huge package that we're trying to get people to see from like a 40,000 foot view. But the Covifi Act, that that was huge. Because it again, it stores and archives all the president's communications because they are basically public service announcements. I mean, they are official statements. Well, that's kind of act. how so, he's declaring it with that act, that Kofi Act. It's right. basically like he's saying anything I see on social media is basically a public service announcement. It's me addressing America. It's not just a social media tweet. It should be respected as me actually speaking to the public. So then you put that together with any time he retweets somebody or especially for retweeting Q stuff. And it definitely adds a lot of validity to all of it. Right. And I'll hit you with this. This is a really cool Q proof that I tell everybody, because no matter what you believe, math is always right. OK, there have been thirty nine hundred Q posts over the last two and a half years. Thirty six times Q has posted on 4chan or 8chan simultaneously zero delta. When the president tweets on Twitter and when the you do the math on that, the exact same time to the to the, to the I, don't, I don't think you can see to the second, but to the minute Q is posted the, zero delta. the exact same time as the president has. 
And the statistical probability of that being a coincidence, I think, breaks around like 12 or 13. So yeah, that's pretty unbelievable. People are going to have to deal with that however they want. You know, I mean, it's the, the math is there. Uh, the retweets are there. The little hand signals he does are there. He says fighting a hidden enemy. I mean, it's the same one that killed JFK. And JFK and Trump, uh, JFK Jr. and Trump were good friends. So a lot of this ties in. I mean, I want to get into JFK Jr. a little bit. So let's go back. So who do you believe is Q? Who do you believe is actually posting? I've heard you say it could be the president. Maybe it's him and some others. What what, what do you say? So we know, or as far as the nons, we can verify. It would be hard to prove during this discussion, but but Q plus is the president. And that's how we know the difference between Q plus and Q. Q plus is actually posted quite a few times on there. And a lot of it sounds exactly how the president speaks. So, I mean, people are welcome to go on QMAP.pub and look that up. But Q themselves is a group. I believe it's a group of military intelligence insiders. And, you know, the calm before the storm, the president was standing there with all those gleaming generals. I think that has a lot to do with the announcement of this is the war against the deep state. You know, the terrorist attack, uh, the terror shooting with uh, Las Vegas has a lot to do with this, too. Um, with the timing of everything with the Saudi arrest of when Q started actually posting, because a lot of us believe that in Las Vegas, Q, um, Trump was going to actually announce to the world the war against the deep state. That's my personal opinion. But then that terror attack happened, the shooting, and there's we still don't even have an official answer about that yet. So people forgot right. all about that, it seems like. And, you know, that that's the, that's the war in action. Same thing with all these mass shootings. We believe 100 percent that these are contrived by the CIA. And there's plenty of whistleblowers that will say that to corroborate that. Because, again, it's legal to put fake shooting videos. People really died. But what they're showing you in the news is not actually the true story. And we call those false flags, which the deep state rolls out every time something looks bad for the Democrats. Every single time there's a mass shooting when something goes bad for the Democrats. It's like the the coincidence for that is something that can't really be refuted. It really does seem like anytime something very negative is looming or, or happening about the Democrats or with Democrats, something happens. Now, I don't think that every single mass shooting that we've had has been fake. I mean, I I know people that have actually lost family members in some of these shootings. I know that's where some individuals will go so far as to say they're all fake. I don't know what you personally want to share. If you want to share, if you think they're they're fake or they're actually true, but they're they've been they've been actually carried out by the deep state in order to create the chaos that it does create, and then the media frenzy that it does create. What's your thoughts on that? That's a really good question, because when we try to bring about the idea of a false flag, it angers a lot of people because lives are, in fact, lost. And the biggest false flag that we will tell you is 9-11. Real people died in those buildings. We really did get attacked. But the fake news media told everyone that two planes brought down three buildings, and that's garbage. World Trade Center 7 did not get hit by a plane. It fell straight down. And there's a lot of accounts and there's a lot of investigations, I think, ongoing. But that's a good example of what we mean by false flag, that the event carried out was deadly and terrible. But the point of the event was to create chaos and tear and more importantly, a boogeyman, which launched us into 20 years of Patri- of the Patriot Act style type warfare that we're enduring right now with the CIA and the counter investigations and the president. But to get back to the false flag stuff that I mean, real people died. I definitely don't want to tell anybody that nobody died. But the yeah. video garbage that they put out there. That's Operation Mockingbird at its finest. So I'm going to touch on the World Trade Centers for a minute because, you know, I was I was one that absolutely emphatically didn't want to believe nor did believe that our own government in any way had anything to do with it. And then I began to do my research 
And I remember the video that I watched, it was about two hours long, was put together by a group of engineers. I think it was like engineers for the truth about 9-11 or something like that. And, and I got to be honest with you and all my, all my listeners, when I got done listening to that, I still feel how I felt right now. I had a pit in my stomach yeah. listening to these engineers share how they specifically design and build buildings, especially of that scale, to be able to withstand even an airplane hitting them. They talked Donald about Trump how that. Uh, they, they talked about how the impossibility for the fire from the fuel of a plane to catch the entire building on fire to melt steel. And then also yeah. the improbability, the really impossibility that a building would free fall from <laughs> from a fire in the top floors. So if, if somebody's listening right now, and this is hard for you to hear, I would encourage you. It was hard for me to hear too, but do your own research. I, I when I watched that, and just this, just the pure simple fact of a free fall. If there's a building that has all these beams that are that are crisscrossed throughout the entirety of that building, and only a couple of those beams are dislodged or even disappear, the building's still not going to free right. fall. In order for the building to free right. fall. All of the main support beams would have to be would have to go out at the exact same time. And I I heard there a demolition expert talk cuts. about that, and he said there's no possible way yeah. that the building itself wouldn't have provided resistance to the fall, even if the top fell once it hit a portion of the building or beams that hadn't been severed yeah. in some way. There's no way that the building would just free fall. And, and that's where I kind of try to leave it for people because it is hard for people to right. believe that a deep state operation taking place within our own government would create that kind of chaos and wreckage and and devastation for so many families in order to then right. lead to what what took place after. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave the whole 9-11 thing there because I know for a lot of families and a lot of people, it still hurts. It's an right. open wound. Very much. But I believe that we need that, answers. That, I believe we hopefully I hope we'll eventually get answers. And I believe that the, that President Trump, he was he was just Donald Trump, the billionaire at that time. And he had serious questions mm -hmm. about it as well. And the other thing that you did throw out there is building seven collapsed and no plane hit it. Right. How does a building collapse, free fall collapse when no plane even hit it from supposed office furniture right. that was on fire? It doesn't make any sense. So that is what you're saying are, are false flags. That are things that are carried out against right. us or or towards us or towards people where people do die, do do lose their lives. Lives are destroyed and wrecked. But it's because you're saying it's because of the deep state that is trying to implement their plans to take over not just America, but really the world. Would that be accurate? I'd like to. Absolutely. And I like to blow people away and challenge them to try and, and follow this logic and do their own research. I want to bring attention to Fast and Furious. OK, that was an Obama era scandal with Eric Holder selling guns and two ATF agents died. They sold guns to the cartel. Yes. Fast forward a few years to now. Antifa got busted buying guns from the cartel in 2018. They got busted. And Antifa has also been training with the YPG, the, the communist Kurds in Syria. So the National Guard and what's happening right now and all these sh all these shootings, right, these false flag shootings that we know people die. Those are the scare tactics to get people to give up their guns. And most of them are done by individuals that 
again, this is another rabbit hole, but have a lot of mental issues. And that we believe stems from like the MK ultra type CIA mind control pro programs where they break down minds and build up these little assets that they send out and they trigger with either certain words or symbols that make them do these acts. And a lot of them do actually say they hear voices in their head. You know, they don't even remember the event. It's, so this goes funny. down a much deeper rabbit hole. It's funny that Hollywood will mimic things that are actually taking place because you say that, right. you know, you're talking about that. And I think about the movie, The Manchurian Candidate, where that's exactly what they did. It's like, where would they come mm -hmm. up with something like that? W was life imitating art or art imitating life? It, do we, is it far fetched to believe that these things would happen? No, not, not, I don't think any American could plausibly say that they know everything that's going on in the government and all the secret you know, different aspects of military, CIA, all these. Co There's no way none of us know all of it. I mean, obviously, some of it's so top secret. So they've been doing this for for decades. So let's 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 break open really quick. Operation Mockingbird. What what's what was exposed sure, in yeah. Operation Mockingbird? So Operation Mockingbird started in the late 1950s, and it was around the same time that people should look up Operation Paperclip, because Paperclip was an operation where a lot of German scientists from the German Reich were actually brought over to the United States. It was like 1,500 of their top scientists. They were put, that was a basis for NASA. A lot of our science R&D programs and stuff were are, are German-based, Northrop Grumman, Boeing. These are all German companies. So a lot of CIA, the director, Dulles, he's German, you know, and a lot of people think he was a product of that Operation Paperclip. But the Mockingbird Project started in the late 1950s. And if you guys actually want to go on YouTube, there is a an emergency intelligence committee hearing. I think it was either 1976 or 1978, where they brought the leader of the CIA, the head of the CIA in for questioning and said, do you have agents paid by the CIA in television? And his answer was, well, sir, chairman, that's an answer that I'd like to get into executive session. So that right there, he didn't say no. He said, I, I want to I talk that about clip. it behind closed doors. I have that clip. I'm going to play that clip right now. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA who are contributing to a major circulation American journal? We do have people who submit pieces to other to American journals. Do you have any people paid by the CIA who are working for television networks. This, I think, gets into the kind of uh, getting into the details, Mr. Chairman, that I'd like to get into an executive session. So therein is the clip so, where this is exactly what they're being asked. There, he's put on the spot and he's unwilling to answer the question. Why would he be unwilling to answer the question if it was just a simple no? He could have just said, no, we don't have, but he didn't. Right. And, uh, and, and if you notice with these impeachment hearings, this is a good parallel with these impeachment proceedings with Schiff, all done behind closed doors. So the idea that we're ever going to get answers out in the open from these from these very important questions until we finish draining the swamp. That's why the importance of Q is relevant is because all this information that the media and these representatives, so-called representatives, should have been following up on, should have been telling the people about, everybody should know about Operation Mockingbird. It's open source information, but they don't want to talk about it. So Operation Mockingbird, in our opinion, has not only not stopped, but it was exacerbated by the 2013 uh, National Defense Authorization Act passed by Obama. And it was a late night slippage inside of it. And it was the uh, K-1 
Countering Foreign Propaganda and Disinformation Act, which allowed the government to create its own propaganda to pass yeah. off in the news. So not only is, has Operation Mockingbird been around, but now it's legal to lie to you. It's, yeah, and it's you so put these false flags in the equation. It's, it's so unbelievable I mean, it's to me how this stuff gets swept underneath the rug, but we can go look it up. Operation Mockingbird, right, yeah. you listeners should, should go look up and then say the name of that act that Obama passed that basically created it, made it so that it was legal for the government to spread propaganda. What is that? What's that act that was passed? The uh, the overall act was the 2013 National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA Act. And inside of it, it was the Countering Foreign Propaganda and Disinformation Act. And if and, and another thing that's branch off of that real quick, our government's been caught given hundreds of millions of dollars overseas since that act for terrorists to create their own propaganda videos. That's a fact. I challenge people to look that up, too. There, there has been federal funding from our tax dollars so other terrorist groups can create videos to scare Americans with so we keep signing off on that Patriot Act. That's how well, it all ties in. You need Obama a- got caught sending a, over a billion dollars in cash on pallets to Iran. What the hell is he doing something like that for? And why was he not literally <laughs> that's why we're strung up by the media for doing it? Right. That's why we're excited, because the media, as we found out, is the Democrat Party propaganda machine. And a lot of them, as we're seeing in the recent days, they're now getting propaganda from China. So, I mean, the deep state is a transnational, transgenerational crime syndicate. So, you know, once people make the connection that not only has our government been working with cartels and working with terrorists, I don't see why we even blur the lines anymore as far as what our government is. So when Donald Mm -hmm. Trump said drain the swamp, I never had any idea how deep the swamp was he was actually talking about. I didn't realize this was about human trafficking. I didn't know in 2016 we were talking about trillions of dollars in offshore accounts that we are not privy to. This, I mean, the, what he's trying to do, in our opinion, the reason we're, we're so excited is because what Kennedy started, we believe Trump is about to finish. And that's why the letter Q, if you even look up John F. Kennedy's gravesite, it's weird. It's a Q. I mean, a lot of what we're saying I've just keeps that. popping up, man. So. Yeah. So, I mean, at what point do you just stop and think, you know what, maybe the last 50 years has been just a nightmare illusion from the CIA. And we actually got a chance at this. That's what QAnon is bringing to the table. So so I know uh, QAnon's you, you guys all emphatically support this president. You just actually believe you, from the research and from following Q's post, Q pluses post. So those are two different postings is there's a Q and there's a Q plus. And you're saying that Q plus, yes, you believe, is yep. the president himself. And then there's Q, which yep. is the group of military intelligence officers, generals, individuals that have seen this deep state taking root and growing throughout our country for decades. And we're tired of it. I remember hearing mm-hmm. one uh, gentleman speak and he said that before Trump was elected, that there was a group of generals and military leaders that were so upset with what Obama was doing. Obama, and I cover this in my book, Why I Couldn't Stay Silent. I I rip into a lot of the backstory on Obama from the cash that he gave, uh, just so many. There's like 18 scandals that basically were just absolutely overlooked by what he did. But I remember this gentleman speaking, and he shared (laughs) that there was a group of military leaders that that were seriously considering overthrowing Obama and literally initiating a coup against Obama. And then when Trump came on the scene and met with them, they decided to back off, let Trump see if he'd become president. And are, are, would those, I'm not sure if you've seen that video, but would that make sense as to oh, yeah. the military leaders, generals 
and uh, and such that would be that could potentially be those that make up the queue? I'm so glad you brought that up because you, you put it together pretty well. Long story short, I believe that Trump was asked by the military, you know, to run as far back as 2012. You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of theories out there by just by his by when President Trump started becoming active politically on Twitter in 2012, 2013 is when he really started, you know, leveling up his tweets, started going after all kinds of things from Obama's birth certificate to vaccine injury. I mean, he was going crazy on Twitter at that point in time. So I think it goes back a little bit further than that. But but what I can verify for you is that Donald Trump himself has said that, you know, he met with General Joe Dunford before running and that his meeting with him had a lot to do with his decision of whether he would run. And I think he wanted just assurances from the military that, A, one, we can actually pull this off. And two, I'm not going to end up like my best friend's dad, John, you know, John F. Kennedy, you know, because his family's taking a risk. Everything that this family's doing, I don't yeah. know how he does it every day. And so the military aspect of this you know, the calm before the storm and the storm is here type language that we use. It's been showing itself over the last two and a half years, many times. And, you know, the military has everything to do with this. And under certain thresholds that we have currently met as a country, as far as the amount of treason and sedition we're looking at, martial law is there's a very big spectrum with what you can say under that. But one of the things I like to get out to your viewers is that the role that military intelligence plays in their jurisdiction over the CIA, the FBI, the DOJ, and all three-letter agencies, they're allowed to take over at the direction of the president. So when President Trump sat down in the chair in January 2017, that was the start. And a lot of stuff went down in 2017 and 18. And a lot of people don't even know about everything from missile alerts in Hawaii that weren't actually fake to helicopter crashes on the Rothschild State property. That was a, a mill op gone bad, in our opinion. Q addresses that with Captain Green. So, I mean, a lot of what we're talking about is very clear. And just like I said, the, our biggest problem is really just trying to get out to people that have a voice and a following so that they can get this information for people to think of them, you know, just really think for themselves. This is up to anybody that wants to look into it. And the media hasn't been helping, but, you know, here we are. And, and it's really great to see that Q has gotten a lot of exposure and Google's unlocked. You know, that's how at a time when everyone's got to stay home. That's another coincidence, you know. So, I mean, people are at work here behind the scenes and, you know, we think we're on something with all this. So, well, I, I saw that post on how Google was unlocked, meaning that basically the search results were all being skewed so that you couldn't search or you had to do a very deep, thorough dive in order to actually find certain things. And it was just Mm -hmm. about a week or so ago that you could actually begin to Google things like adrenochrome, things like witness room, and and see actually what that was. And then one of the other things I thought was interesting was, and I did it myself just to verify, because I saw you or Dylan post it, and you could you Google Democrat Party and literally a rat came up <laughs> yeah. on Google. That's a key How in the world does that happen yep. that a rat for the symbol of the Democrat Party? I Googled Republican Party. It was still an elephant. I Googled Democrat Party. It was a it was a I think it was a red, white and blue rat. Trolling is fun. Trolling What's is that? fun. The, the president has been trolling. So trolling is fun. The president and whoever's helping him in this Q&R have been trolling the media and trolling the deep state since the get go. So when we see stuff like that, I mean, there's been other instances on Google and search engines and, and, and even social media. Like uh, I forget who it was, but it was a famous personality. Oh, Mike Bloomberg's Twitter, his campaign got hacked. You know, it, it, Mike yes. Bloomberg's Twitter was spout a bunch of dumb stuff. So, I mean, you know, we tell people patriots are in control. The guy who actually founded 4chan, he started working for Google, I think, back in 2016. So I think he's been kind of the president's infiltration route to actually unlock the Google algorithms, which wow. Dr. Epstein 
I, w- I really hope people look into him because Dr. Epstein told uh, Senator Ted Cruz that Google's search algorithms could have swayed as many as 2.4 to 10.2 million votes in 2016. So yes. that whole popular win vote goes right out the window. You know, well, you know look at how many was, votes could have been swayed during. I was speaking at an event about a month ago, and Dr. Epstein, totally different than Jeffrey Epstein, just for clarity, right. same no, no last name, yep. but this doctor is the one that actually went before Congress and testified to Congress that he he could tell from the algorithms that anywhere from two and a half to 10 million plus people had been swayed towards voting for Hillary in 2016. Very tragic is that he lost his yeah. his wife in a car, a, Very a car accident, after. the supposed accident. And he had been getting threats. So it's like this. Mm-hmm. This is very real life stuff. This doctor right. loses his wife. He even posted it about it, I believe, on Twitter and said, how much of an accident is this really? I don't really know. And he probably doesn't know if he wants to say anymore. I don't know. He, when I talked to him, he said he didn't really feel like he had anything else to lose. But this is a guy that was trying to expose some of what he could tell as a as an engineer, computer engineer what Google was doing and what they were going to continue to do going into this, this current election. Absolutely tragic. Google's Let's been working get back with to, China. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. If there's actually one thing, if there was one thing I could bring up to you as far as like the real life casualties that are suffered in this truth movement, you know, Anons, we've taken hits too. There was an Anon that wrote a book that was number two on the bestseller list on Amazon. Him and his wife were poisoned a couple months after that and he died. What is Senator Linda people, Collins called people it to can a, look this up. I, I don't know it for themselves, enough, right? I'm the, always a big believer in sure. doing your own research, finding out for yourself. What yep. are their what are their names? The names I, I know his name was Carl. The book was actually called QAnon A Great Awakening. It, it passed, it was on if you just Google QAnon A Great Awakening, it'll it was the bestseller book on the Amazon bestseller list. And uh another thing I wanted to add was Senator Linda Collins. She called into a QAnon radio show on YouTube back in, I think it was June of 2017 discussing Arkansas and child trafficking out of Arkansas. And then she got murdered a few months later by one of her campaign aides and was one of her best friends. And that's a senator, you know, and I'm not going to say that because she called into QAnon, that's why she got murdered. But it just seems weird that she was starting to talk about the same things that we were talking about. And, you know, the deep state that that the MS-13, there's that's those are the guys that killed Seth Rich. And we believe that was a hit job, too. With the Podesta, you think it was MS-13 that, will, that did it? Well, MS-13 was reported to have robbed him, even though he had his watch, he had his he had his phone, he had his wallet. So the, I don't you know, know that they I called it a robbery. That. Seth Rich, that died in D.C., the gang MS-13 took credit or they blamed it on the gang MS-13? That's what was reported. That's what I saw. Wow. It was MS-13 murdered him, and it was, just, it was just a random robbery. But, I mean, again, he had all of his personal effects on him. Yeah, and I remember John hearing Podesta that it was a robbery. He's quoted to a saying. Yeah. Right. John Podosa Let, said, quote, we are going to make a, an example of a whistleblower. And then Seth Rich ends up getting murdered not too long after that for the Podesta email leaks. And for the people that haven't done the research on Seth Rich, he was a he was a young. He was in his early 20s. He was a Democrat. He was on the he was on the campaign. He was championing everything for the Democrat Party. And he got murdered and it came out that it was believed that he was the one that actually took, downloaded the files that was then given to WikiLeaks to expose what he found out about and he was taken out and and made an example of. So people should really, it's like this, is, it's so crazy that this is America. You know, it's really like watching right. the House it, of it's, Cards. It's, I think the House of Cards was really watching the deep state. That's <laughs> a know, great show. Uh, that yeah. show's not on anymore. That's but a perfect rendition. 
So can I, can I add one more thing just to that, to that, to that narrative and why, and why it ties in? Because, you know, I, I, I'm really glad that you told people to research Seth Rich and the, and the circumstances surrounding his death. If people understand why that's important is because the whole Russia collusion narrative was started over the idea that Russia hacked the DNC server. But when analytics right. came back, there was no way for an outside hack to have started, which means it had to have been an inside staffer with a USB drive. And it just so happens that Seth Rich, we believe, was that DNC staffer because he was just blown away that Hillary Clinton and the DNC tanked his, can- his candidate Bernie. He was a Bernie guy. He was a total Bernie bro. And that's yeah. why he put the links out there because he was like, I can't believe the DNC did this. And then the rest is really history. The last three years. It's all over that, that, that Patriot Bernie. turn where he fought. A lot of Bernie supporters. I mean, it was mainstream news. I mean, really, they weren't even denying it. Hillary Clinton basically yeah, bought right. the DNC. She funded it. She funded. She was. She she got the questions before the one uh, before the one debate where the president did it. She it all came out. Donna Brazil, all that stuff came out. It's it's funny how how right. short of memory individuals have. <laughs> but when you tie it all back to Seth Rich, and then the Russia right. gate hoax against our president, all all these things really start to start to come together. All, in a pretty crazy way. It all starts to synchronize. So it let's let's get over to this. It's one big massive conspiracy. Right. It is. And again, people hear that whole word conspiracy theory, right? Or you're a conspiracy theorist. It's like all a conspiracy is that's almost been made to be deemed as somebody that wears a tinfoil hat. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You don't think people conspire to do evil stuff all the stinking time? People always you want to know a quick fun they, fact. <laughs> yeah, evil people conspire. So a conspiracy are individuals that are conspiring together to pull something off that's shady so that other people don't know about it. That's that's a conspiracy. So it's like shred the whole tinfoil hat against conspiracies. There's been people doing evil stuff and trying to get away with it for a millennia. It's nothing new. So let's get over to this. Well, I mean, okay, I was just going to say conspiracy theory, by the way, that term was was phrased and coined by the CIA because nobody bought their story about JFK. That's when conspiracy theory really started. They wow. they, brought, they made that term up. <laughs> so there's another JFK connection for everybody. <laughs> wow. That is very interesting. I, now that you say it, I remember reading that, that that wasn't really a term that was yeah. used very much, but, but to throw the Never, American people really. off of anything sinister conspiracy just that, a theory, that was right? going on or anything beyond just one right. crazy guy, Oswald, that just right. con- conducted this thing all on his own. Lee Harvey Oswald, it was like, well, you're a conspiracy theorist. And then they made them and painted them to look like tinfoil hats. And the mainstream media backed it up and did all the same stuff, which they still do today. Yellow journalism has begun us into war since the Spanish-American War. They just called it yellow journalism instead of fake news back then. This has been going on forever. So let's get over to this. I, I know one thing that uh, which is which is now getting let's get to today. Right now, our our country and our world is being we're quarantined. You know, I, I know the county right next to me. You can't go out of your house. They'll arrest you if you're driving for no reason. If you're not going to the doctor or going to the grocery store or whatever. I'm waiting for my county to happen. It's happening all over the country. Uh, New York City, a large portion of it is shut down. California is pretty much shut down. Globally, Italy uh, is is dealing with it. It's happening. It's 150 countries right now. So there's a massive, massive quarantining that's taking place. People are obviously dealing with ramifications of that. No work, you know, no, no paychecks waiting for, again, the Democrats to stop uh, blocking a bill that should have been passed last weekend. It still hasn't been passed yet today. This week should be hopefully in the next couple of days, but it was still the Democrats blocking it. But let's let's get the behind the scenes. I know when I talk to you, you had a theory of which most QAnons have a theory 
that this whole quarantining or self-isolation or quarantining, not quite martial law, but that's happening all over the world, that the president is actually going to use that to his advantage in trying to take down individuals. Explain, expound on that for me. It, sure thing. And it, it's it's actually really simple because the president has to, I mean, while he's fighting this pandemic, you know, the media is making him out to be just a complete oaf and, and he can't handle you know the responsibility. So his response of what he's doing is not is two prong. It's to stave off the media and two, it is to stop any further infection. Because again, I mean, the, the virus did come out of China. People are getting sick, but the right. steps taken uh, with the border has obviously completely mitigated any sort of massive outbreak that we're seeing in China and across the world. But the National Guard, I'd like to tie it back into military intelligence because what we believe is that this virus was kind of like a 9-11 scare tactic for the world by the deep state to take down the economy, get rid of Trump, cause chaos, you know, push us into forced vaccinations for ID 2020. There's a lot of different reasons why the deep state, you know, performed this attack on the United States and the, and the world. And, and the deep One state, of the things again, was just to, to clarify for everybody, is this is what I believe the president's been talking about the swamp. It is the cabal or it's referred to as a yes. cabal or the global elites, basically the individuals yes. that really want to dominate the whole world. It's the age old movie of evil trying to triumph and top dominate the world. Heck yeah. There are people out there that want to do that. So the deep state is not just confined to individuals in the United States. It's no. more of a global, global enterprise of individuals that make up the deep state. Would that be accurate? That, that's, that's a great way to put it. And a lot of the communism that's, and the socialist movements that have been funded by people like George Soros through, you know, moveon.org and open society. He's one of those elites that we talk about. You know, Q dropped us a, a pyramid that said the three sides of the Illuminati triangle, the threat power structure of the planet is George Soros, the Rothschilds and Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia and the Middle East have been running child trafficking and destabilizing operations of the region for 20 years, which, which is why the, the recent arrests and the great purge of 2017 after Las Vegas and the recent 300 officials that just got arrested. That's why when I say there's military ops going across the world, it's because Saudi Arabia is an ally through MBS, Mohammed bin Salman. And he's doing his part to take down the elite structure in his area of the world. That is one leg that fell in 2017. Soros is the other leg. And the, the banking structure, the cabal banking structure, the Fed, the Rothschilds, those are the third. And if you have all three of those supporting each other, it's hard to get out. But when 2017 Saudi Arabia fell, well, that's when the deep state knew they were in trouble. And that's why Soros has been funding massive immigration caravans through our border. That brings diseases. That brings jihadists and terrorists. That brings MS-13 and drugs. That brings all the children that are being trafficked in the United States. So, the, the you know, the border fight is also tied into this very heavily with the deep state, what China wants, because China wants a dilapidated sedated, careless, weak American public. And they've done that with their propaganda over the years. I mean, our NBA plays in China. They have a $2 billion investment from China. They're communists. Why did we even let that happen in the first place? That's ridiculous. I was, That's why all these athletes are out here. You know, it's nuts. Yeah, I was pretty, they're, they're was, communist. I was pretty infuriated when I started to see all these NBA players that were honoring China. Right. And instead of, yeah, instead of calling them out for who they are. I mean, China's a dictatorish, communist abusive, oppressive regime. And the people of China are scared. Mm -hmm. I, I saw this video of this woman in China that I believe she went missing or was or got killed after she posted it. And she was ranting in Chinese saying how she you can't trust the government. They're not telling the truth. I still don't trust any of the fact uh, any of the figures that we're getting out of China. As far as the virus goes, I don't believe any no. of that. But to have our NBA players, I mean, it just it's one more thing. I stopped watching really pretty much sports 
a couple of years ago when the NFL started taking a knee and then NBA players started, you know, right. slamming our president. I was like, I, I'm done. And, and I've gotten, I've had a lot more time with my family and to do other things from, uh, from un- mm-hmm. connecting myself from that arena. But when you talk about the deep state releasing this, so you believe it was intentionally, the virus was intentionally released yes. by the deep state in Wuhan. Yes. And, and we can actually back that up. Dr. Charles Lieber, he was just arrested or I'm sorry, at least indicted for yeah, basically performing Harvard. espionage for the Chinese government. Right. So, and, and he was, I mean, he was the Wuhan strategic scientist in China. I mean, I mean that that's that, that's factual. People can look that up. So, I mean, yeah. So Char- his arrest showcase that not only do we have. Again, just to make sure people want to research this, it's Dr. Charles Lieber, right? L-I-E-B-E-R, I believe. Yes. He was a university, yes. uh, a Harvard University professor, which is one of the most elite recognitions you can get at Harvard. He was arrested and indicted for espionage. He, it was discovered he was working with the Chinese government. And there were also two other Chinese nationals that were also uh, working with him at Harvard that were also arrested. I don't know why that hasn't been mainstream media news all over the place. I, I really don't. But that's what you're referring well, that, to, I mean, correct? They, they, Right. They told well, they told the line for China. If you look at what the media is doing right now and the fact that they covered that up. Right. And it's the same thing with pedophilia and the Weinstein Epstein cover ups from ABC and NBC. They're all in league with the with the deep state. Again, that's Operation Mockingbird. So when something like that happens, which is a major story of treason and espionage. And let's not forget, back in 2015, under the Obama administration, the first level four biosafety lab was in Wuhan, China, in their country. That was the first level four. That's the highest level you can go as far as the dangerous activities and diseases that you're working with. So if you tie this together, Wuhan is the epicenter of of the viral outbreak. There was already talk about viral outbreaks of SARS like COVID back in 2007. And that's an article that I can challenge people to look at. I'm looking at right now, it comes from the Institute of Microbiology. So a lot of what we're dealing with today has already been forecasted. And Dr. Fauci, he's having a TED Talk today with Bill Gates. Bill Gates has been working on depopulation programs for 23 wait, wait, wait. years. His dad was Dr. Of, Fauci uh, was on the board of plan here. Dr. Fauci's having a Dr. press Fauci, conference with Bill Gates. At least that, that, that's what I was told today. I, I haven't verified that. Uh, Dr. Fauci is having um, an announcement basically on the coronavirus. That's what I was told. Um, I'll have to look, what at, I was I'll have to look really that trying up. to get. Yeah, please verify that. And if I, if that's a wrong statement, I, I'll definitely correct that. But um, what I was trying to get with Dr. Fauci is that he also made a statement in 2017 that said Trump was for sure going to have to endure a pandemic or there would be an outbreak type event. Um, no, I did see that. I absolutely saw that. Right. Right. So so that's already on the record. And, you know, Dr. Fauci, he's listed in the WikiLeaks emails, too. You know, so, I mean, a lot of the players today, that's why when Trump got up there and said it's not the State Department, it's the deep state department. And Fauci got all nervous and stuff. It's because he's part of the deep state. Really? You know, the so WHO you, you, has so a lot Fauci of. Fauci is a part of the deep state. I, that's my personal opinion. Yes, absolutely. There's just way too many connections between him and the Clinton Foundation, the Clintons and the WikiLeaks emails and his how friendly he was with these Democrats. And, and you know, again, he was an Obama holdover at a time when the, the Chinese government was allowed to put in a level four biosafety lab in a, in a hotspot time zone where those people eat bats and stuff. And like, that's just a breeding ground. It's a time bomb. That's going to go it's, off and it eventually did. I just Googled Dr. <laughs> Fauci and Bill Gates and BuzzFeed, who's definitely, you know, far left propaganda pusher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Says right wing influencers are convinced Dr. Anthony Fauci is working with Hillary Clinton to undermine Donald Trump. 
They say, and they go on the list Q <laughs> well, on right wing influencers. It's, it's funny. They always call us right wing. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. Like we're, we're, we're just not populist. Like, okay. I say, I'm a populist. I don't care. Like, I, you can put me whatever yeah. box you think. You know, it's funny that they always paint us as right wing extremists. It's like, <laughs> it's just common it says, sense. Right wing influencers like, and QAnon supporters are waging an information war against Anthony Fauci, director of uh, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and top ranked <laughs> member. Making it sound good. The followers of QAnon conspiracy theory, a labyrinth belief, belief system that uh, that posts, uh, I got a typo in there, uh, posts that President Trump is waging <clears throat> a secret war against a global criminal organization, have spent much of the COVID-19 outbreak struggling to fit uh, the disease into their narratives. This is hilarious. It's like we're sitting here talking about it and BuzzFeed literally, BuzzFeed literally published this yesterday. <laughs> That's incredible, isn't it? Right, like the timing it's is yesterday. just too uncanny. They right. published it yesterday. I mean, and, and it's, you want to know what happened yesterday too? Q dropped us bombs detailing exactly where this virus came from, who Doctor Fauci is. It's all on QMap.pub. I mean, what so our job say? is to basically trans. Uh, well, Q is the one that dropped the links. I, I'll show you right here. Here's a link from the Justice.gov department that says, unbeknownst to Harvard University, beginning in 2011, Lever became a strategic scientist at Wuhan University of Technology. And was a contractual participant, blah, blah, blah. There's another link that, that Q dropped us. It's a Twitter status from Tom Fenton. That's detailing for the leftists using the pretext of corona outbreak. He's uh, Q was voting at how they're putting in like vote by mail and ballot harvesting and no ID, yep. voter ID. So, And it's funny because voter ID is what Q and Hans have been telling people for two years that we're going to pass. And I think this is finally the predicate because not only do we need it, but now we know that the deep state Democrats are stuffing legislation to stop it. Yes. That should wake a lot of people up. Yeah. Not only is it something that we were talking about, but now it's something the Democrats are actively just trying to stop. And you talk, and you throw in the illegal immigration, ballot harvesting, and all this crazy stuff that's going around. I mean, they also, Pelosi tried to sneak, sneak in a digital one world currency. Bill Gates wants to uh, uh, basically put tracking devices on us for coronavirus outbreak. He came out and said that on the, the uh, March 20th, I think. So the NWO deep state agenda is in full view for everybody to look at. They're not even quiet about it anymore. Okay, we're this has been absolutely amazing. I've got a few more questions I, I want to try to get covered. Sure. Um, before before uh, our our time is up here, I know you're busy and and you've got a lot of stuff on your plate, but I appreciate your time today. So right now, underneath the cover of this of COVID nineteen, the China virus, uh, I I can I'll say that emphatically China. because obviously that's where it <laughs> came from. There's nothing racist about it. But underneath the cloak of this and the quarantine, you you QAnons believe that the president is actually also taking out enacting other uh, another mission. And I think there was actually even verification of that yesterday where the president um, and I believe it was the DOJ indicted Madura in Venezuela. Did right, Q yeah, say so, anything about that beforehand or was that when you did you just hear the news and say that that's a part of the under the underneath the radar mission that's been that, that we believe is taking place right now the biggest signifier for us as q to that we all collectively agree that this is the storm or at least the the predicate the proceeding to the storm was in a q post that i can actually bring up and it was in regards to a scare tactic necessary meaning that there was going to be some sort of scare event that was going to happen in the new in the near future and that during that scare uh scare event a lot of other operations were going to be ongoing now Q dropped us, I think it was last week, rig for red, silent running. And those are submarine terms for basically lights out, red lights out, we're on the hunt. 
So that was our kind of estimation, like, okay, here we go. You know, there's going to be some ops around the world. You know, check the news, see what's going to pop up. And Q always goes dark during those periods too, which is another indicator of when we know that stuff's going on in Q and the intelligence team is busy. So, so when you say goes dark, um, basically there's just no postings or you, there, you don't see anything for several right. days? Right. Yes, exactly. When he goes dark, that just means comms are, do- comms are dark and that, you know, Q's out doing his thing and, and we're all we're all doing our thing. And that's just it been, is so, and we've it is attached so interesting that to, to get this picture of these high ranking military individuals, soldiers, career individuals, intelligence that are on the right side of history, working with the president. Having meetings or however they're having meetings, talking. Yeah, share this. Give them this little tidbit. You know, the president tweets something right when Q tweets something, you know, that's happened. He said 36 times in the last couple of years. It's amazing to even imagine that taking place. And then and then you hear, you know, what was what was it that Q posted that you felt like something was going to be happened? Lights out. What was that post? Uh, so it was scare event necessary and it was in a kill box, which a kill box usually means special attention or there, or that's a target, you know, kill box usually means, you know, direct your attention to that, do some Google and search and just realize that's, that's the event. That's the issue that we're talking about. So when the scare event started coming with, with the pandemic, you know, and then Q came back last week and was like rig for red silent running. We were like, okay, well crap, this is it. Like, you know, I, I'm not going to say that we're going to see a bunch of Hollywood and like elites dragged out in the streets anytime in the next couple of months. Cause really what, this scare event is doing is pushing back Durham. That's the only thing that really matters right now after we get out of this Corona mess is Durham's investigation. 150,000 sealed cases on the DOJ uh, pacer.gov website are all going to get flipped simultaneously because the deep state is so vast, you can't pick them off one at a time. They'll just outlast the president. You know, so when we cleared out the DOJ, cleared out the FBI and all that stuff, so it all fits. But what we were getting back to is that during the recent Q posts, Q came back. And during that time where Q wasn't posting, we saw 300 elites, military and public officials arrested in Saudi Arabia. We saw a mob boss taken down in Italy. 60 priests have died from the coronavirus. That's a very high rate for a very select group of people. Yeah. Um, Maduro, like you said, just got charged for narco trafficking terrorism. We swept out 700 RCNG cartels last week and 17 members of the MS-13 last week. And we're arresting pedophiles and, and human trafficking rings all across the country. If you go on the DOJ website, there's a tab specifically for human trafficking. And the president said, that's the hidden scourge. That's the silent war. That's our hidden enemy because the, the swamp is based on child trafficking because of the adrenochrome that all the elites are addicted to. That's how that ties in. So we're, we're basically drying up, not we, but the patriots that are operating right now are drying up the human trafficking rings. They're drying up the adrenochrome sales, which, again, adrenochrome comes from Wuhan. So that's just, you know, you can't overlook that. So that's that's our evidence is like if you look around what's going on across the world and even at home with the amount of criminals being wounded up, it makes a lot of sense. Well, you've shared a ton today. I would like to have you back on if you would, because I'd like to do a deeper dive into the adrenochrome and the fact that, yeah. that you can actually Google that now. Hopefully our listeners will Google that. But a good friend of mine, and then I found out that you know him as well as Jacob Buyans. He's been in the fight against human trafficking yeah. for 25 years. His sister was trafficked. She had won a beauty pageant or it, no, wow. it was more like an American idol. But in South Africa, she'd won. And the producer or president of that organization basically stole her and put her into trafficking. And they, they were able after six years to get her back. But that's what led his that's charge to really open up the eyes of individuals as to how serious and how actually actually nefarious and evil that this thing is and how global it is. And I reached him, I reached out to him to ask him about adrenochrome. 
and he shared some things with me on it that that coincided with exactly what you said. So I'd love to have you back to get into the adrenochrome, to get into the Durham issue, the 150,000 sealed indictments. Why were they sealed? When were they sealed? Who who makes it up? And then that how child trafficking actually then brings this all back together to our our government or the, the the swamp to Obama to Hillary to Bill to Jeffrey Epstein and the the orgy island. All it all ties back together. I'd love to have you back on to cover all that stuff uh, if you'd be willing to, brother. Absolutely, this was a lot of fun, and I appreciate it. I'm more of a research type guy, and I and I, I really you know. This kind of information, it, it, it destroys the barrier between right, right and left because this yeah. is really between right and wrong. And so, exactly. I mean, the more people I can reach, the more people that are just willing to hear this information. I'm absolutely all about that because in God's kingdom, there is no room for abusing the innocents. And there's a special place in hell for people who do that. And I think we're going to get that very shortly. So I would absolutely love to come on. Thank you so and much. Every American should be able to agree with that. It's like that's not a partisan Everybody. issue. That is a life issue. That's a no. precious, you know, it, our, our children are most precious. And to think about to just think about that and, and then even how farther it goes uh, is just so beyond m- morbid that it's like we all Why should be on the same side of that. And then I also want to get into when I have you back, JFK Jr., because he also plays a role in this, I know a friend of mine sent me a video of uh, of JFK's grandkids that were singing Timber uh, a couple nights ago on oh, yeah. Facebook and uh, and what that meant. So I'd love to have you back on. Uh, we'll, we'll do it soon so we can bring it to our listeners. Tell everybody where to find you on social media. Is your handle the same on on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter? Is it all the same? Yep, it's all QAnon, um, Obi-Wan underscore for Twitter and Instagram. QAnon Obi-Wan is just the Facebook, and I do have a YouTube channel. It's also the same. So, absolutely. So, more the merrier. I'll Obi-Wan. talk to all you guys. I'll answer questions. QAnon Obi-Wan. All right. Well, brother, I'll make sure we put that on the screen as well, and we'll tag you in this when it goes out. Uh, thank you so much for what you're doing to bring enlightenment to this entire issue, you know, of what is Q, what is the, what are QAnons, what do they believe? I think it'll go a, a, a long way to help people understand that when they see and hear, you know, massive publication, publications worth billion, BuzzFeed is a multi-billion dollar corporation, I believe, to see them oh, yeah. putting out publications attacking QAnons, this, this I, I think will help go a long way to, to, to bring to a practical level, what you guys believe, why you believe it. And then it should make people really think twice about, you know, a publication, a news site or news outlet that is blasting QAnons as these crazy nut job conspiracy theorists that, uh, that the president has retweeted uh, on multiple occasions. So thank times. you brother for coming on <laughs> and I can't wait to have you back. All right. Thanks a lot, David. I appreciate it. God bless. All right. God bless brother. So friends, that is just part one. I have to have him on again. Uh, absolutely loved his uh, his passion. He's a believer. He loves his uh, family. He's dealing with a, a lot of what we're dealing with right now, as far as uh, individuals and loved ones that are that are dealing with uh, this current this current crisis. But I appreciate his mindset, uh, what he knows, and what he believes is actually also going on behind the scenes. So hopefully you enjoyed this as much as I did. I truly did enjoy it. Please, if you haven't already subscribed, subscribe. Give me five stars if you like the news that I bring to you, and share it with uh, with three or four friends. Just, you know, take the clip, copy the uh, uh, copy this episode and text it to some friends. Say, hey, you got to listen to this. You got to hear about what's going on. Uh, and hopefully they will uh, enjoy it. And if you're listening to it now, 
uh, then same for you. Let's spread the word and spread the truth. We need as many people out there like I am choosing to do, put myself out there and try to bring the truth to the masses because we cannot believe and trust the mainstream media to do it for us. So David J. Harris Jr. here saying God bless you and uh, we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.